What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. A- average Takes. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're bringing you our 2022 season opener, basically. Season in like stars or stars. Quotes. Yeah, quotes. I mean, the negotiations are still going on. They're still underway, but they're expected to be done sometimes this week. Hopefully, we're praying to the baseball gods. Um, but we're bringing you our 2022 Padres season opener. The San Diego Padres, our team, San Diego. Our team. Baby. Uh, yeah, the love. My team. The drive. Go. The reason, you know. Padres went nine and 83. Don't remind us. Don't remind Missed us. the playoff. in the past. Yeah. The story <laughs> of the past as we got rid of a lot of our coaching staff, Jace Tingler, and most of our staff is gone. Replaced with Bob Melvin and a fully new hire. I mean, we kept two guys, like realistically. Fully loaded. Um, Bob I Melvin think- manager, Ryan Christensen, who we brought over from his um, days with the A's, is going to be his bench coach. Um, Michael Bedar, the Giants, um, former hitting coach. Ruben Nabila, he's our pitching coach. And – I mean, there's a couple other surprising names. Francisco Cervelli, Fire. former Major League Baseball catcher for a long time, Pirates, Yankees, a couple other teams. Um, but he's our catching coach. And then we got Brian P- Price, um, Ryan Flaherty we're bringing back, a couple more guys, you know. Um, Mike Schmidt is also like a senior advisor. Schilt. Or Schilt. Yeah, there you go. Schmidt. I was thinking of Phillies Schmidt. But, yeah, there you go. Mike Schilt, the Cardinals former manager. Um, who else? Mark Loretta. He's announced bringing back. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of names. Um, but those are kind of the coaches aspect of our team. Bob Melvin is the face of our staff, but a solid, awesome. This is the first time in a long time We've got a guy with experience. We didn't hire a rookie for a manager. You know, it's been a long time. Long time. Long time. Long time coming. In fact, Bruce Bochy was a first-time manager. Like, so there's some long-time guys who we've been just hiring first-time managers. So it feels good to get a guy with experience. (laughs) Um, She came back, dude. Come on. No, that's for our parents. That's for we get Bob Melvin. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm hype on him. I love it. I think he did pretty good with the A's. Um, got the A's where they needed to be, at least for him. And then he moved yeah. on. And now it's time for him to do the same with the Padres. Yeah. I'm excited th- for it. Excited for the future. I think a lot of fans won't know how much of an impact he's going to make on a day to day basis playing baseball. Jace mm-hmm. Tingler, I think he's going to go down as one of our worst coaches with the teams that we're going to have these next couple of years. The way, what he did with the teams we had, like not, that doesn't cut it. And now he's over there in Minnesota. See you later, buddy. Congratulations we get Bob Melvin. Guy, but guy just I, guy goes from Oakland to San Diego. The weather cannot, anything that you change cannot get any better. You're already in California. You yeah. already got that Northern California like vibe. And he doesn't need to learn how to coach in the MLB. Like you said, veteran. I hate how um, – damn, I forget his name already. Was that the last coach? Jason. Yeah, Jason. Uh, he had to learn how to coach in the MLB and also learn how to 
create relationships with his guys. And I mean, Bob Melvin only has to create that relationship and get right to the X's and O's of baseball. Yeah. So I like that. And a one, lot. Of, one of the things I, I do like as well, um, Moneyball is something that was created and invented in Oakland. Um, some of Bob Melvin's time being there and yeah. Moneyball is basically getting the best out of your players with the least amount of money spent possible. So now he gets to go to a team that is kind of on the opposite trend where we're going to spend the money. They just signed Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, $300 million plus deals back-to-back off seasons. So that's definitely showing like we want to win. Those are obviously two of our studs we have. Yeah. And we're, we've obviously dedicated a lot of our time to spending money and Bob Melvin now gets to coach with talented, way more talented guys than he maybe had in the A's. So I am. I think it's exciting, and I think and he than he's ever had. You know, ever. Like th- that's one thing that's taken away is his time with the A's. Is that he's a winner over there? Many division championships, wild card rounds. You know, being making the playoffs is something that the Padres team has needed to do and has lacked to do over the last decade. You know, so it's something that the Padres definitely needed was a proven manager. And what took me away is in his opening press conference before this whole lockout situation started was that he talked about how, when the A's came to San Diego and played and saw the fans and the way the fans interacted with the players and the, the way our guys like played with each other. And, you know, that was one of the peak times in San Diego. One of the peak moments um, was against that, like, that series against the A's, you know, a couple of comeback games, home, big home runs, you know, and he got to witness that firsthand and the A's decided to give him the opportunity to finally win with a contending team that's winning, willing to spend money, like you said. And I am so excited for that aspect because he's such a great manager overall. And yeah. the Padres have the guys to do it. And let's break down this roster because there, there is some holes in this roster that I want to get into, and then there's some crowded areas. So we got to have a lopsided team right now, and I know the lockout's really affecting. Pissing me off. Yes. <laughs> definitely pissing me off, but it's really, really affected the way that teams are built right now because no one looks ready. Like, no team is full. There's a lot of big-name free agents. It's yeah. also annoying that the lockout is going to cause a lot of excuses, honestly, for some of these guys and teams, and it's – I hope mm. the Padres aren't one of them, but fuck, if it does, like, that's going to piss me off even more <laughs> in eight more months when this when this should be behind me. This, yeah. this new deal, whatever, should be way behind. should have already happened, but – it's not, uh, but let's get into it. Let's break down this team, um, the team needs, and kind of just what needs to happen so we can win a World Series because that's the that's the only fucking goal in playing this game. Yes, only goal for the Padres at this point of this roster. So let's start at the top, the catcher. I want to start right at the bare end of the game. Um, one of the one of the holes the Padres had last year is catching. Yeah. I mean, for a long time, it's been hitting aspect. Last year, defensively, I mean, I liked what Caratini brought. I know Austin Nola didn't play as much, you know, yeah. a lot of injuries, knee injury, thumb injury he dealt with early. Um, a lot of things happened last year for him. So, you know, now adding – we're adding a catcher. We traded for Jorge Afalo. Yeah. Um, and then one of our top prospects, being Luis Campizano, is another catcher. So we kind of have a four-catcher mix right now. Yeah. 
And breaking it down playing wise, I mean, the guy who caught the most for us last year had to be Caratini. Yeah, 100%. Caratini caught for us the most. And I mean, overall, if you look at it overall, I guess he did the best job. I mean, subpar at best, yes. I'm not going to kill him because he actually played more games, more innings, cop than anybody. New guys. I mean, he was a newer guy on our team. And, you know, I can't kill him for it. 116 games. The pitchers love him. The pitchers do love him. At best, yes. And pitchers loved him. You know, he got relationships with you, Darvish. He's his personal catcher and Musgrove. I mean, it seems like he's his personal catcher. So it seems like he has a spot on this roster. To yeah. me, at this point right now, he's two guys' favorite target. I mean, and Snell because Snell and Campizano cannot figure anything out yeah, at all. And and like that's but Snell, that's, that's a Jace Tingler move. So annoying. Yes, but <laughs> Snell actually got on rhythm with Nola, and when Nola came back, that's when I saw the best Blake Snell is when Austin Nola was catching his games, game in and game out. Like, I was there front hand for a couple of games. He pitched awesome against the Mets. I'm pretty sure it was Nola. You know, he pitched awesome against Diamondbacks twice. Toward, I mean, his stretch of, like, the second half before he got the groin injury was awesome. And so that gives me Nola has, a, I think, a spot on this team catching him. Will he catch every day? No. I do not think Nola will be, will be on catch. the IR again if he catches every day. Yeah, and so this is kind of where the Jorge Afalo situation comes underway because Jorge is a better hitter than these guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good because, say, Campizano is not ready for one more year, then we're in a perfect situation because we have Austin Nolu who can play basically anywhere in the field. And the best thing about uh, teams right now or what I see in teams that make it far in playoffs they have the most depth they have the least amount of guys hurt in like on their team and it's usually that's in every sport if you want to look at it like that but we need depth and it I don't think it hurts having three catchers or four catchers even but I mean it's gonna hurt because you ha- can't have four catchers and then we're having pitching problems like there has to be things need to be yeah. figured out well, I definitely don't think Campizano's ready. Um, yeah, I, unless he just took a huge step this, yeah, this offseason. But and you know, I I can't expect him to jump when there wasn't really much of a baseline, like anything. Like, yeah, he had a couple bright spots. I still think he's going to be at the AAA level, AA level. I don't know where they consider better off for him, but. I don't think he'll be in the major league mix, but I do think with Nola and Afalo's ability to play multiple positions and the DH is where this helps out with the three catchers. So I definitely think there will be three catchers on this roster starting. Yeah. Game one. I can see that. And Cambisano is still 23. Um, if he gets 26, 27, and he's still kind of what he's doing, I, what he's, what I think he's done. he would be dealt before that. He'll be shipped. Yeah, exactly. So I think oh, he's, yeah. if he's not ready, but at some point next year, maybe here, yeah, I think he'll be traded next offseason or maybe even this trade deadline because it, I know his, really, name, his name's been brought up with Eric Hosmer. And it's already been reported that like that. 
So yeah, I mean, I, the Padres are definitely looking to move him, and especially since they're bringing on Jorge Follow, who's only what twenty seven or something like that. I think yeah, I think he's twenty six. He's twenty eight. He'll, he'll be like twenty eight, twenty nine this year. So I mean, he's a little bit younger. Catchers do have longer lives. Yeah, Nola's still not that old, even though he dealt with injuries. But I definitely think there's room for movement with Cambizano. I mean, Cambizano like, batted uh, 08, 8 eight in yeah the major leagues. Like Francisco Cervelli, perfect example of an old catcher. Yes. Last a long time. I want to defend um, Caratini's case, though. He, he played the most games he's ever played in a season this last season. And so, I mean, that's a lot to put on a guy. I know he did. He played didn't bat as well as we wanted him to, but he was there when we needed him. Austin Nola was hurt. Luis Camposano wasn't doing as well. And Caratini was the only catcher we had for a little while. And so I feel like he has his respect on this team. Half the pitchers like him. And so I really I don't think he'd be the trade option or nothing. I think he's on this team for sure. And I like him. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Uh, take that to had. I think yeah. he, he's definitely someone who will light up for other teams as well. If we're looking to trade him, I mean, I'm just going to point that out there. Yes, he put up a decent season for a catcher last year. Yeah, he didn't do too bad. He he was there when we needed him to. Yes, that was definitely not there. But I mean, but like as you were saying, him. he played the most games in his career. Yeah, um, I'm sure he. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't go into the year thinking he was gonna contribute as much as he did have a biggest role you shouldn't go into a year thinking that as like as a player but i'm sure he wasn't thinking that either no totally understand i'm sure he wasn't but like you have to think that's why he didn't have such a big role or such a big amount of games played before like this had to have came or it was coming soon and it sucks that it hit like here but I, i get what you're saying he he did what he did because we had other problems. Nothing else. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with keeping. But I do him. like that Jorge ad. You guys also said Austin Nola can play anywhere on the diamond. And I mean, hey, if we got to bring Luis up and Austin Nola plays left field or something like that, I'm down with it. But well, and we have to, we just have to assume Nola's not going to play 50 games next year and Caratini's yeah. not going to play 116. Like it's going to be hopefully a little bit more spread and even. Yeah, because we had who was our catcher at the end of the year? The backup dude, the guy from AAA. Um, Rene Rivera. Yeah, no, it's not that. Um, <laughs> he's an old guy. He's never played in the big before. Yeah, I know. You threw off a random name, and that's <laughs> you know, <laughs> Webster Ramirez. Yeah. There you go. See you later, though, buddy. <laughs> Off of that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and but I, I agree no, no, no. with what we're all saying here is that depth matters. And with the DH and with the depth that our two catchers, um, with them being able to play a multiple position, I think that all helps. And I definitely think we'll carry three this year. I think that's a must, especially with Nola's injury. And I mean, Caratini really worked well with two guys, but there's a whole five man guys. Yeah. You know? And every team is looking for catchers. Like catchers oh. is the hardest position to like fill and get solid guys out of. Yeah. So having a young catcher is not a bad like not a bad thing. But at and the same I know, time, I know Nola only played fifty six games, but he batted two seventy two. Like that's a that's someone we need in our lineup. Two home runs, and he didn't hit his first till like August. 
Yeah, yeah. I I understand. He didn't play that much. <laughs> but I mean, that's a guy you you could use as a utility yeah. catcher. Definitely. You know, I I love that for his position. I yeah, and I, I also, I mean, it's going to be crazy or it's going to be even better if, say, Alfaro or Caratini steps up, has a has a better year than they're supposed to. Yeah. It's only going to add good to the team. <laughs> okay. Well, we settled it, our catcher. I don't know who will start. I mean, it will definitely be – I think it will be a rotation of who pitches best to who. But let's well, move on. Joe Musgrove starting opening day. We have to assume Caratini will catch. Yeah, I, I I'll go ahead. We could we could say that. Um, all right, let's move on to first base because this is a position that we can't just check off because Eric Hosmer has been in trade talk speculations. Eric Hosmer isn't the best fielder anymore. We have a DH now. What's the deal with Eric Hosmer? But you know, if the Padres are good, I think Eric Hosmer will be good. I think Bo Mel is someone that the Padres are going to love having because he's going to change their mentalities. I know Eric has had something wrong. He's a big eye guy. I don't really like it. Yeah, I don't like how you said. I don't like how you said we have to win for him to play good. No, like, what he's if we, good if we play good, he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I think if the Padres but, are good, we can say that with the he whole is team. doing good. Not true. We, we can. Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado will guaranteed have good years. Yeah. That does not mean the Padres will be good. Yes, but it would make everybody else better. If you're winning, you're obviously going to not play true. Better. That's what, what just happened last year. Last year we were the same not winning. Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado carried our team. They were the only ones doing good. Yeah, and then Fernando Andrew, got hurt, and then we he, fell apart. He's yeah, but Bob's saying if the Padres are going to be good, Eric Hosmer has to be good. Yes. Okay, I thought you meant also that, that. Okay. if he's on this roster, Eric Hosmer has to be good. And if he's going to bat what he batted last year, I'm okay with taking that. But as a DH, I can't have him as my first baseman with all those errors. I will yeah. take any, I will take Jake there. And I mean, I wouldn't be so far had his DH. best season with Bo Mel over with Oakland. So, I mean, that, there's something, the connection there, there's definitely a connection there because he's one of the only players he knew when he's coming over. So I know there's a connection there. But Eric Cosmer either has to step up defensively way or he's only going to be a designated hitter and only hit versus some righties, you know, in his better matchups, like days that he plays first. I don't know. I don't know where he – where do you think he's at in his career, Trevor? Well, I'm taking a look at his numbers, and I know we can't compare him to his time in Kansas City, but that's kind of his peak. So that's all we really have to look how good he was, you know. Um, But typically in his career, he has good year, bad year, good year, bad year. Since he came to San Diego, he's had bad year, okay. 2020 was his best year, but that was a Mickey Mouse year, so we don't. no one really is counting that. Last year was a down year for him. Um, I personally think he is the right – he's the first baseman for this team, but it's if he can produce at this point now. You know, I've, I'm a big fan of his. I will give him his flowers when he when he gets it, when he deserves them. Um, but he has to produce. It's kind of a time where if you can't produce, like, we don't need you anymore. We're not – we're not waiting – we don't need the superstars anymore. We we got our name out there. We we are a destination. 
you have to play or you get the fuck out. Like that's kind of at this point how this team is shaped up. So I think he's a clubhouse leader. I think he's a leader on the field as well. But I just think, like Bob was saying, if the Padres make the playoffs, Eric Hosmer, I think, is going to have a big part in that. He's going to have more than 12 home runs. He's going to have more than 60 RBIs. Like that's, Those are numbers for platoon first basemen, really. Bench guys who play every every Sunday. A guy who plays every Sunday can have 12 home runs and 60 RBIs in the whole year of baseball. This guy had 500 at-bats and still put out the year he did, which is a down year because all everyone's going to bring up is he makes $95 million a year, and this is all he does. (laughs) So we just – if he produces just a hair better, I'm totally fine with that because I think he is good. But I just think – with when everyone has all your eyes on you on every single move as hard as Padres were looked at last year, everyone stared at Hosmer. You make a mistake, we're going to see it. Nobody cared that Tatis was making 14 errors, you know, or led the league in errors. Nobody really gave a fuck about that. Yeah. But when Eric Hosmer isn't his fucking right foot is not on the bag, everyone, I see that memed on twitter you know so these are freaking little mistakes bro oh i was agreeing with you right till the last second (laughs) eric osberg i mean yes what you said he does have to step up i mean 12 homers last year this team needs to hit more dingers like it like two years ago slam diego this team hit too many dingers yeah last year didn't hit enough yeah they did not hit enough but um eric osmer more disappointed me defensively because he's a four-time gold glover i know he had it says credited seven errors but fernando tatis had 22 and a lot of them a lot of them maybe 10 are pickable play i'll give you i'll give you eight i'll give you eight i'll give you eight i think if i rewatch the tape i could argue for 12 maybe you might be able to (laughs) Okay. Okay. At least, at least that. <laughs> so from where, but, somewhere from eight to twelve. Yeah. Okay. Let me that. But all I'm saying is that if Eric Hosmer is going to be this team's first baseman, I need him to be the leader, the city the that loved. You know, Kansas City loved Eric Hosmer. He was the Royals. Yeah. We gave him that eight-year, one hundred eighty million dollar contract because we thought he was going to be the guy to appreciate this city, to love San Diego, to enjoy it, to make the simple plays. But since he's came here, since the day he came here, he overran the game losing Astros ball. I damn near cried because I <laughs> thought this was the move to make. I mean, not necessarily because I I really liked Will Myers, but I thought this was going to help out the Padres in the long run. So far, he really hasn't sustained that contract level. But if I'm going to be mad at him, I have to be mad at Will because same guy. Yeah, but, 100%. But at the I same think, time, Hosmer, I the way we're going to get the best out of him is if he just focuses on one thing. Say he wants to hit. If you're going to be a hitter, you can play DH. You know, Don't worry about fielding. That's what the DH gives us the flexibility of. And thank God Bell Melvin's been in the, the AL this whole career. He knows exactly how to manage with the DH, exactly mm-hmm. how to manage. That's also another thing. A lot of these NL guys, their jobs are going to be a lot harder a managing lot with the DH different. now. 
and we went and got an AL manager. That's a great point that I haven't seen anyone talk about. Padres are a step above the game. We know how to coach with the DH. Oh, yeah. Damn. Trevor, tip off the cap right there. What a take right there. I Not love average. that. Yeah, beyond average. All right, so right now, Eric Cosmer, I mean, I'm going to pencil him at first because I'm going to bet that Bo Mel gets the best out of him, which he has for a long time with a lot of his guys. Yeah, and but what's great about Bo Mel, well, I don't know if this is actually true, but I don't think he has social media. I don't think he's letting Twitter run his team as Jace Tingler was. <laughs> and maybe the Padres CEO. Which I just don't think he's going to let the GM control the team as much as he does. AJ Prattler has his fingertips on a lot of the everyday things when Jace also manager. We haven't had a manager. Yeah, I know you, we haven't (laughs) had a manager that's older than our GM yet. And Bob Melvin, finally someone. So Bob Melvin is not looking at AJ Prattler thinking he's superior to me because Bob Melvin knows. Yeah. God damn. You're a rookie in this little, in this joint, you know, <laughs> maybe a little AJ Peller is is just a genius at work because maybe. maybe he just had to control how he wanted the team built for a while. Yeah, then brought yeah. in the old dog to finish the job. I hope, I hope, <laughs> I hope he's a genius. I hope if not, he's the worst GM in Padres history. We need to get him <laughs> out of here. Let's say Eric Cosmer plays DH though. Who who plays first? I would it's have a, to pencil in. It also depends if we signed uh, Tommy Pham. Okay, no. get the hell out of here. <laughs> that was just Twitter coming out of me. But what about Kim? I really like Kim at first base. I don't like his bat, but, I mean, he won't make as much errors as, as Eric Hosmer did. Nah, I think Kim's a little no. too small. I like Kim at second. He was our best fielder percentage-wise by far. He was great fielding That's at, nasty at second fielder. and short. I mean, he's great. But I, I would have to go either Jake Cronenworth or Austin Nola. I think Nola is a, would be a great oh, person. Nola, I forgot about that. He can I, and he worked good. a little bit at it when he was coming back from his knee injury. I think that would be a, an awesome split time guy with Hosmer. Maybe give Hos a couple days off, DH. I don't know. We have yeah. the DH, and I love the DH, man, because it gives guys that. days off when they need it. Like Manny Machado deserves a day off, but to hit a couple times in the day, don't take much off the old block. No. For him to swing the bat a couple times. So, I mean, yeah. DH is an awesome thing that I have fought for forever, and I think baseball will be better with it. I don't have to see a pitcher go. Thank God I don't got to see you, Darvish, swing a bat every All right. Go home. RIP to pitchers hitting home runs now. Daniel yeah. Caminara might have been the last home run we ever saw by a pitcher. Yeah, true. Uh, true. For the Padres because – well, who they hit one after him? Like the last game. <laughs> to a pitcher? Yeah, Logan Webb versus Daniel. Or versus, <sighs> first, um, of course it was the Giants. Of course it was the Giants. <laughs> Nabil, Chris Matt, yeah. God damn, damn it. it. Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move. Second base is kind of a for sure thing. I mean, I know Jake kind of fell off the last The Crone zone. But Cronenworth was doing so much for the team that kind of just <sighs> – when the team get, died, get ready for him. He's gonna have a career year. He's I'm gonna hyped. hit three hundred at least. I think he's gonna have twenty home runs. It's gonna be a big year for my man Jake the Rake. One of my favorite Jake's players on this fit team, right in sure. in the like and two hole or three hole. Maybe. Jake can DH if we really need him to. He can yeah, DH. Yeah, true, 
True, true, true, true. He's a he'd be a monster DH. He's a yeah. hitter, but I like on base percentage is pretty high. I think I do. I love great. him. He's I think he plays player. every day. He should play every day, no matter oh, yeah. what. Yeah, I, mean, I don't he care. He played if the he's most hurt. games last year. He's yeah, I don't care if he's hurt. Player last year. I don't care if he's hurt. He's gonna play every day. All right. Well, I'm pretty. Was he him right? I'm pretty sure he played the most games. He probably led our team in innings. Tommy Pham had 155 games, two more. Oh, yeah, he had 153. He had 152. Manny oh. had 153. Tommy Pham had the most games played, and he's not signing? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> That's funny. Well, the middle of our infield is huh. definitely locked up with Jake Fernando Tatis, who hit 42 bombs, 282. <sighs> Wait, say that name again? Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the love of my Your favorite player's favorite player. Love He's going to be a 40-40 guy this year. I, I mean, so. that was goal. so close last year. Going into his no, he is. season. We can't I mean, we can't assume. I'm just going to say everything because he's going to put it into existence. You better not miss as many games. No, he's not. He won't. You, you don't. You can't tell the future. To. You can't tell the future. I can. He's on roids yeah. right now. I will be just stop testing for roids. <laughs> oh yeah, true, he true, is true, true. on a star cycle right now. <laughs> hey, man, you watch. Man, he's gonna be two fifty jacked. <laughs> jacked. Freaking Autobot. Yeah. Holy shit! It's like the twin towers are out there on the left side of the field. Yeah. That's what we're gonna be saying. Well, yeah, our infield for sure with Fernando, Manny Machado, Jay Cronworth locked up. Locked up. Ain't moving the inch. Okay, so other than DH, the biggest hole on our team is left field. Just say left and And right field. And right. Well, I mean, right field kind of. Because we have no one else. Will Myers. Myers, Because we have no one else. True. Guy's getting old. Guy's getting up there. We we forgot. We we haven't really had an offseason yet. True. True. There's a lot of names, big names still out there for these yes, outfielders. I like, I like, outfielders. I like how you're I like how you're putting that down. Picking up what you're putting down. You're saying? You're picking if we up have a hole. If we have a hole. <laughs> I'd like to fix it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, left you're, field you're, you're paying empty. someone to fix it. You're not fixing it. You're paying someone to fix oh, it. Yeah, yeah we're paying someone to fix this hole because it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> It's a deep hole. Needs a lot of concrete. Maybe some rebar. <laughs> needs to be refilled, repaved, painted. You know, it's a deep hole. Oh. We have no one in left field. Tommy Fam, I do not see coming back, and definitely not a left field anymore. He, I mean, he did play 155 games. We just talked about it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He really, I honestly, he really only contributed in about. 100. I wouldn't mind him to have him back on the team. I know you guys hate him, but the the man got stabbed. He didn't right before fit. the season. He, he didn't fit. He didn't fit. He had a different Why mentality. Why? He was talking shit to our, our people in left field. But yeah, he produced. Fans. He produced. He Tell wanted he to find produce. a fan after no, the game. He did like, not produce. He, he hit 229, 340, 383. How many errors? Not one. Um. Well, I could tell you. Just give me about not a minimum one. of five. A minimum of five. That, that's, that's five runs. That's a lot more than one. That's five runs. Better than Eric. Nope. Eric Lance seven. Tati's hit 40 home runs. <laughs> if Fam had if Fam hit 40 home two, runs, I would not care. Two errors. two errors. Two errors, buddy. But, That's but, fire. But he's not even hitting his own weight. He was like minus 10 defensive run saved. 
I don't know. I just I I I didn't mind him so on the team, but I, if we do keep him, you guys Roman, know more than me. If we do keep him, I love him in a bench role of yeah, give a guy a day that. off. Yeah, but only if we sign him for minimum vet minimum. Like we yeah. have to give him the cheapest deal, and then maybe we I'll give him take six him. to eight million for one year. Are you mad at that? No, because I would rather give Jock six to eight year for one year. You know, okay, I'd well, rather anybody give anybody would do that. Come on, come on, come on. Well, that's that's his range right now. That's what he was about projected to get him a year. So at the same time, those two are are if you look at their stats, career stats as what people do, I guarantee you they're very similar in numbers. Tommy Fan maybe even better, like hitting wise. Jock Pearson yeah. definitely has more home runs, maybe more yeah. RBIs, but everything else. They're also two they're total piece. different ages. Well, what's the age bracket there? How I mean, different? Yeah, Tommy how different? Fam is like thirty, be 28. 30, 30, I think. 31. 30? I think he's like 30, 31. Jock's kind of old too, though. Tommy Fam's 33, and Jock Peterson's 29. Oh, shit. I thought and Jock is, be younger. And Jock has played more games than him. Yeah. Well, when you put it that way, I would definitely like Jock. But, I mean, if we're not signing anybody, I'd, I wouldn't mind. Tommy. But I think we have to sign someone like that if we even want to compete because we yeah, can't no, hang with Profar there. Tommy has a better yeah. OPS plus, but I just don't think Tommy Pham fits with this team. And I mean, he just didn't <laughs> – I don't like what you guys are saying. All the stats are fire, but he doesn't fit with his team. Who cares, bro? He's he's a locker room guy. He might fight the fans once in a while, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. I was just saying that. I'm not too worried defensively anymore. He's not a left fielder anymore. Like he already said, airs. Come on, bro. He's goddamn not fast anymore. Did you watch him out there? He looked like he was wearing. He got stabbed one month before the season. Stabbed, literally stabbed. Bro. No, not stabbed, sliced. Sliced, and he still performed mediocrely. He got maybe sliced bet more in than October before the year. Okay, but still. Did anybody yes. else get sliced in the MLB? <laughs> Fuck no. And no still I, know, I, I see your point, Roman. I do see it. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not putting the argument up for a guy. Ship him if you want to, but I, he's not bad. I don't like. I mean, I don't like not having him on the team. I think if he was watching this, he's he loves you right now. He's <laughs> loving you. He's like that guy knows exactly what he's talking about. He wouldn't fight me if I said what's up to him. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, he just didn't. I mean, he did hit more homers than friggin' half our team. So yeah, exactly. We put him in the DH spot. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There you go. That's a better. That's a DH spot. I mean, if you get yeah. him for bed minimum, and all he does is hit your DH spot. There you go. Because well. Mad. He's a walk. Weird, weird fun fact about exactly Tommy that. Fam. Also, he gets walks, gets on base. OPS weird fun fact for Tommy Fam: How many years he's been in the league? Can do you have that or no? Damn, he's thirty-three. Well, I mean, he hasn't played that much. Just give me years because this is fourteen just... to twenty-one. Huh? Two thousand fourteen <laughs> to twenty twenty-one. Oh. Okay, so out of the eight years he's been in the major leagues, seven of the sh- seven years he's made playoffs. He's seven for eight in making playoffs. Last year was his first year not making playoffs for his As team. So that's a weird fun fact. He somehow is always on playoff teams. I don't know fucking how, but. So he fits on this team because we're going to the playoffs this year, buddy. I mean, maybe. He's never won a World Series. On team anymore. <laughs> but I just, I don't think he's that good anymore. He he gets a walk and that's about it. Doesn't hit. 
rare homer. And had a LASIK eye surgery. We thought he's guys be seeing 2020. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, guy was seeing 0. 0.229. <laughs> oh, guy was seeing he literally looked like he was running with breaks <laughs> first clean. Yeah, he looked a little. I slow don't. This I'm year, not trying but, to be yeah. like against him or any way, but no, no. no I just I, think I, that I it's just better if we moved on to someone better. Like I like Josh. Go sign like Cassianos. Go sign Chris Bryant. Yeah. There's guys love, out love, there. Love. Josh yeah. Peterson. Let's sign them all. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's sign them all. Let's, let's go. Yeah, for Let's real. spend some dough. The rest of our team kind of lines up. I mean, Trent Grisham, center field, Will Myers, yeah. right field. Those guys are going to be playing there. Unless Nick Cassianos comes, Will Myers moves to left field. I, I just think the best thing for Bob Melvin, the best thing AJ Peller can do for Bob Melvin in this situation, give him as many options as you goddamn can. Give him as many reliable options as possible. I think he will be able to figure out the combination to a winning lineup for multiple games. Yeah, and I think we need depth. Multiple. Too. We need a little good bench, bro. Because I feel like as soon as one of our nine go down, our team's in shambles. Yeah, and then no matter where. you have to rely on Kim to be and to replace the yeah. guy who is better than him, you know? And you yeah, can't yeah. replace Tatis. You can't replace Machado. Like, those are guys that are honestly irreplaceable like the Braves situation last year you cannot replace Acuna but I can sign four guys who can equal Acuna and what do I do I win a World Series <laughs> fucking blows my mind genius. why why genius, genius. someone needs to genius fucking move. hire us someone needs to hire us <laughs> we'll, we will turn this team turn the organization around, around. quick so or we keep- we figured we figured out the holes. There's a hole at DH, obviously, and there's a hole at left field. So, what do we do with holes? We fill them. We pay for them. We we might have to pay for them. There's two guys who are sparkling in everybody's eyes. Yeah, I like to run. <laughs> yeah, I like to run. Nicholas Castellanos <laughs> and Chris Brunt. Chris Bryant. I mean, Chris Bryant is one of those guys. Both of them. Chris Bryant and Nick Cassianos are those guys who could play everywhere. Nick Cassianos started as an infielder, was a third baseman for the Tigers for a while, moved to the outfield. I think he got better when he moved to the outfield. His bat grew. Um, He said a lot. He took away from J.D. Martinez that helped him. He was traded to the Cubs, went on that crazy double streak. Signed a good contract with Cincinnati Reds, fulfilled it tremendously. Was a couple all star, like was a stud this past yeah. season and, and a season before and a season before that. Yes. And going back to Roman's point about Tommy Pham made two errors last year. Mm-hmm. So this is how I look at um, guys like that. So say Cassianos makes five more errors than Pham does. So we're losing defensive value, right? We're losing mm-hmm. defensive value. But he hits 20 more home runs than Pham did. I'll take it. That equals out, you know? Those are the type of values that I would be looking for. If we're going to lose a strength at a position, we need to gain a strength at another position. And we're not mentioning how we paid Tommy Pham $11 million last year. Yeah. That's not too much. I would would get paid 11 mil to hit 229. (laughs) (laughs) No. But if we're talking about Chris Bryant and Nate Cassianos, I mean, they're 
are identical players. Like, absolutely identical. Yeah. I mean, Nick Cassianos has been in the league a little bit longer. But he makes a lot of errors, doesn't he? Cassianos? Yeah. He just he plays. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, I don't know. I don't really look at. I don't see him making good defensive plays. So yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't. I can't tell if he's making errors. Though. I thought I heard somewhere that his fielding is not too good, but he fucking but, hits tanks. So, so. so there is like connection. There is connection with Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant uh, went to USD University of San Diego, so he has lived in San Diego for four years. Has to at least love it, you know. He he went to college here, so there's a little connection there. But Cassianos. I don't necessarily know there's connection, but that guy, I'm telling you, he's perfect for the Padres because one, he doesn't even have a smartphone. He literally uses a flip phone. He's in group messages using a flip phone. That's what, or he has a buddy text him or call him like, yo, meeting at this time. He doesn't even have like any of that. He says he uses email. So Nick Cassianos ruins the group messages with the green. Freaking... Yes. Yes. He's that guy. He's, he's that, that type of guy. friend. He's that. Oh guy. yeah. Don't want him. <laughs> Don't want <him>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no flip phone ass. The only connection that I can make is during All Star break, he had an interview with someone on MLB Network. I think it was Hunter Pence. But he said, What's your what's what's one thing you're looking for the most? And Nick Cassiano said, I want to meet Fernando Tati Sr. and ask him how the fuck you create that. <laughs> Fernando Tati's Jr. Because he just had a son who's born, I think he's one or maybe two years old. And what better way than getting to know how you create that than playing with the sun? Playing with them. Yeah. yeah. If that's and, if that's yeah. something you wanted to know, you can get more than a conversation coming to San Diego. I can tell you that, buddy. And I love that. I love well, on the you know, those guys to me are realistically exactly the same. I mean, I feel like even though Nick has 200 more games, they have the same amount of homers. Nick has a little bit more hits. They're the same amount of homers. Yeah, one dip, one homer difference. One hundred sixty-seven yeah. for Chris Bryant. That's crazy. For Nick Cassiano. Cassiano's changed his swing like three years ago or four years ago, but Chris Bryant was MVP. He has seventy doubles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, and they were on the same team at once. Yes, they were. They're boys. They're boys. Either of those guys would be perfect signings for this roster. I mean, yeah, would love they both. both like we mentioned this whole time, I would take either of them. I would take both of them in a heartbeat. But for a fact now, I would say we signed Chris Bryant. Let's just say that. Okay. Yes or no? Would you think yes. we'd rather sign? Okay. If we have Chris Bryant, no. you think rather Cassianos? Yeah. Why? Less money. You think it'll be less money? Okay. Yeah, Chris well, Bryant just won MVP. So he might be. Years. I think I think his agent uses that on his resume. Listen, oh, well, homeboy won five uh, MVP five years ago. He deserves f- ten more million than you're offering yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I like Look. Nick. Okay, so we're on Nick now. No, we're on Chris. <laughs> we're, we can be on KB still. Okay. All right. Six, six, okay, but there's still. I mean, we still have a DH to fulfill. Because Chris Bryant's gonna be a lot of money, or Nick Castellanos will be a lot of money. There's still. I still think you need another outfielder because I'm not no. comfortable I think Gerson Profar as our yes. swing outfielder. I agree with that. Either another outfielder or I think another whoever first base is our outfielder. Every... That'd be perfect fit, which a.k.a. Jock. Yeah, or Schwarber. Schwarber did that with the uh, Red Sox this past year. Yeah. yeah. They're, 
I would consider Schwarber though probably in the same amount of money as a KB. Uh, a really? Because wild he went off of. Yeah, how, honestly, how I think he. They're only maybe five million off, and in baseball money, that doesn't seem like a lot to me. Five mil, like you can. I don't know. That's just me though. Well, I think there. You definitely. I think the Padres are two outfielders like shy on this team. Yeah, and, and I do think that we need one big name like that we've been talking about, and then one guy under the radar that we really have probably is just going to blossom. About. Yeah, he's just going to blossom into a role, or we'll see him and be like, holy shit, that was a perfect fit for this team, you know? Someone I mean, who has a lefty power bat, that is all I can ask for. Yeah, I, I and I think Jock would be awesome, but a lot of people are talking about Seiya Suzuki. Uh, that's an option. I'm not the biggest fan of this. Just because we've been trying this, I feel like, too much now. Like, we've signed a couple guys from Japan uh, as of recently. We've you signed some came from Korea. Like, I feel like we're trying a lot with these overseas guys. But, you know, for some reason, I feel like I want some. Uh, where's our Hideki Matsui? <laughs> the fuck is that guy? I mean, a Nelson Cruz is a an, a guy who I think fits in this lineup. A one year about... deal, just go bang. BRDH, go bang. What about Eric Cosmer to DH and we signed Freddie Freeman? That's interesting because Ooh. I think if we sign him, you'd have to shed cap. Somehow, Will Myers or Hosmer, you'd have to get rid of to get that larger mm-hmm. contract. Freddie's asking for the for bag. bag. Freddie's probably getting. And he wants the money. He's getting a Manny deal. Yes. Damn. Really. Damn near. Oh shit. I mean, it won't Remind be as me. big because he's a little bit older, but yeah. he's getting the he's getting the biggest first baseman bag there is. Damn. That's for sure. Well, never mind then that. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he. He fits and and what they've been saying for him is all any reports that are with teams with big money, the Yankees are interested, the Dodgers are interested, and then the team he's on, the Braves. Those are the three teams I've heard that are interested in him because those are the three teams that can fucking afford the bag. Yeah. When does that uh cap thing come into play? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, in, in two weeks. We don't really know. I think the season's gonna get delayed. If I'm being honest, which do we I have a hate. season though? Is the real question. We yeah. have one for well, sure, 100. Like, percent But 100%. I don't think the season will be delayed. Honestly, I think the yeah. late spring training because so this happens players and all the time. I feel like yeah, and it pisses me off. So every much. time we've had a every lockout, sport. spring training has delayed, but it's usually started on time. Yeah, they set a, a like a deadline. Like we have to get it done by this by date, this or else, time. or else this yeah. is gonna. I mean, they're happen. meeting every day this week, so that kind of makes sense right now. Yeah, yeah, and it happens in every sport. I've at least noticed. Oh, season's gonna be delayed if there's not a deal done at this day, and that's what everyone talks about all the media. And then all of a sudden, boom, deals done that day or the day before. Like, oh, season's back on, back to normal. We're all good. Everybody chill. Calm but down. that's that is interesting because. That includes the DH that because DH technically is a speculation, but it's been agreed upon. That's something that's going to be. Included. Oh yeah, how? So we don't even know DH might. No, DH they, they, they announced or... it that it, it's been agreed upon. It will be oh, okay. a deal. Yeah, yeah, they announced that. But yeah, they announced it, but like we still can't confirm that it's going to happen because yeah, 
there's nothing official out, but okay. So all right. So if we're building up our 2022 Padres team, we have an addition of a big bat and a little bat outfield. Yeah. That's what they need. So big mm-hmm. bat, little bat for the outfield. Um, so now we're getting into our pitching situation. I think we got four guys who are ready to go. You're solid. Four guys I'm pretty solid at. Opening day is going to be Joe Musgrove. He had absolutely the best season for Padres and pitching-wise. He had the no-hitter. He was a stud all the way around. San Diego guy, I think that's an awesome thing for him. Who Number you two. Th- yeah, who do you think is two? You? You. Probably you. Think, okay. Yeah. I think just if he can find some spider attack again, I'm loving it. I love it. <laughs> a little, I'm a little nervous on him, but I think he got too much into the spider attack. I think he needed to this offseason get back to his roots, to hop off of it, of pitching and use back. My bummer. back. Then, I mean, I saw so much Blake Snell towards the end of the season that was so good. I want him in the three spot again. I, really? That's fine with me. Because I think the guy in the four spot is will be the key guy to this whole operation. Is he healthy? Is he healthy? Healthy, healthy, he's healthy. Are you sure? He's, he's healthy. He's on the training, shrooms. Fully he's on many mushrooms. He's smoking a lot of weed. He's back. On a cloudy day. He yes, actually sir. moved his parents to San Diego and he got engaged. I'm telling you, this man is going to have a well, crazy it. year. The name is Mike Clevenger at number Mike Clevenger, folks. If we pencil him in the number four, we have a number one guy in four spots in this rotation. I love it. Um, and that's, our best pitcher face that. might be the number four. Four, but we don't know yet. We don't know yet. <laughs> might be. I mean, I'm very excited for that. But our number five, Padre, San Diego Padres, number five starter is the biggest question mark. Let me throw a name hey, out there. Hey, honestly. Let me throw a name out there and let me see what your action, okay? Mike Clevenger's best friend, TB Trevor Bauer. Oh, he's not. Oh, oh, no oh, team, oh, no oh. team wants him. No he's team on wants him. He's on the Dodgers. He's on the Dodgers. He's on the Dodgers. He's on the Dodgers. Yes. We don't want him. We I thought he's free agent. That's a nope. name we don't want. Next year, he's a free agent. Oh, that's a name we don't want. He, no, he's actually, I wanted him. I only go wanted him because he. I thought he wasn't on the team, and he's gonna take any bag. We give him five million one year. He, and he fucking no, shoves he, at five. He us. can't. He can't be in San Diego. Can't be in San Diego. He's the. He's not allowed to be in San Diego. He's a restraining order. Oh, damn. No, I don't think that's CNN. Real. That was CNN. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, number five is. I hate to say it, but it's Chris Paddock, and that's a. Relentless. No. Relentless. No, he needs ah. to put his fucking cowboy hat back on and call himself the fucking sheriff. If that's going to make him pitch better. If not, yeah. I want him gone. Go back to Miami where he came from. Chris Paddock pitched 108 innings and had a 5.07 ERA and 23 games started. You don't think Java Cup Joe? He's our ace. He's our ace. Oh. That's number one, gay. Okay. Oh. You skipped over him? No, we're so so if this is how I picturing the uh-huh. roto roto right now, if those top four guys can hold their own, you know they can be out there most majority of the year. 
say those four guys are out there for 130 games, I think we're we're set. I think we're feeling pretty good about that. The fifth spot, though, I'm okay if we we shuffle around, test as many guys as possible. I know I you want a solid fifth starter, but at the same time, it could be a combination those, of all. Of them. If those top four guys are outperforming their expectations, that fifth starter, we're gonna lose a game. We gotta lose one day of the week. You know, we got yeah. to can't win. <laughs> we can't win them all. Yeah, and that's just kind of the game. But but yeah, like you said, Chris Paddock. I mean, I'm not as excited about him anymore. I mean, he's going into his age 26 season. We should have had high hopes. I mean, his rookie year was so much fun. I mean, he had pitched 140 innings, 3-3-3 ERA, but it was more than that. The beginning, the first half of that season, he was lights out. Electric. It was it was Chris Paddock show. He was earned the opening day starter. You know, he it was it was him. He had a great year and then I think it got to his head too much. Dealt with injuries. I'm hoping this is where Ruben Nabila comes in. This is the perfect case for Ruben because Chris Paddock has everything. He has the 96, 97. He has the changeup and he has a little curve that it hits every now and then. But Ruben is the type of guy that could get more. I saw what he did with Cal. Cal struggled. Cal Quantrill struggled with the Padres for years. Command, was he a starter? Was he a reliever? Could he go the distance? Goes over. He started doing really well for the the now Gladiators before Indians. The Gladiators. (laughs) That's going to be new for me to say. Yeah. I thought they were the Guardians. Or Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, that's what they are. Or even the oh, no, the it sounded right. It sounded right. <laughs> I was oh, so confused. <laughs> Guardians, there you go. Not gladiators. Yeah. Guardians. The commanders. But, yeah, commanders. <laughs> Too many new names in sports, <laughs> Jim. The fuck. Um, but you know his projections are not good. He's projected 129 innings with a 4-4 ERA, 129 strikeouts. 33 walks. It's not that it doesn't, it's not pretty, but I think this is a perfect case for Ruben. And I've heard so much good things about Ruben. I hope he can fix Mackenzie Gore. Another name. Say it one more time. The next fifth. I hope he can fix Mackenzie Gore. And I think this is the reason the Padres gave him whatever bag they did because they moved him out of Cleveland where he's been. For so long to be our pitching so, coach, we hired him before we got the our manager. Our pitching coach was our first Bob. coach brought, yeah, in, into the new um, scheme, the new regime, as they say. But I think he he's gonna have to do something with Chris Paddock and Mackenzie Gore. And the, one of the best things that I saw is it was literally like. The day after we signed him, he was already with Mackenzie Gore and Mike Clevenger. And Clevenger, I think, was a big reason we got him. Clev Possible. Did, did great things under him with the rehab and everything is awesome. I mean, so, the lockout sucks because he hasn't yeah. been able to work with them. This is what absolutely sucks about a lockout is that we got our new coaching new staff. New coaches that they can't They haven't coach. been able to talk to them 
for six weeks, MLB. This is bullshit. Like, this is where I start getting angry. Yeah, and so one thing that I read about uh, the – what's his name? Niebla? Niebla. Nibilla. Nibilla? One thing I read about him Call him, is... him Ruben. Call him Ruben. <laughs> I'll call him Coach. I'll call him Coach. One thing I read about Coach is uh, he loves sliders. He loves sliders. He's fixed guys with sliders. All of those guys in Cleveland have dirty sliders. They've reinvented a slider. Paddock doesn't throw a slider. Something that he could hopefully inter- inter- intertwine. Yeah, because look who has a good slider on the Padres. Blake Snell, great slider. You Darvish, absolutely great slider. Mike Clevenger, haven't seen a pitch in a while. But Doesn't Weathers got a slider? But... No, Weathers doesn't. But all these guys have great sliders. Why not Im- imitate what's being great for these guys? Like, why is it so hard for these guys to just figure out how to fucking pitch? And speaking of Weathers, I know you brought him up for that, but – I think there's a real possible shot at him at the fifth spot. I mean, we've talked we talked to him earlier this offseason. He's putting in work. Yep. I would like to see him get a chance. Like I don't know where the Padres see him, where they think he fits. I as a personally think he is he's not a uh he's only a one time through the lineup guy. So he can give you one time through the lineup and then I don't know if he's got the correct stuff enough to keep going as a starter would. So I think he's the first guy of the pen in a lot of these games to build up being the fifth starter in case Paddock shits the bed again, in case Mackenzie Gore is nowhere to be seen, senior yeah. pop in his asshole in fucking San Antonio. <laughs> See, I hate that role for him because I, he deserves an actual shot. I mean, I know he only pitched 93 innings in a four six five. That's better than what Paddock did. Yeah, and he was hurt half the time. And he was hurt half the time. He which we confirmed. Last year of the season, which he said wasn't supposed to give On us that pod. information. Yes, sir. But he did have an ankle chip. He had a fracture or whatever that only happens to dancers that he was pitching with. So we know that affected him in his later half, and he couldn't pitch longer in the games. He lost command, probably because his fucking foot was burning up. <laughs> Honestly, like couldn't I step on the thing. That, I'm sorry that, I can't put the ball in the strike zone. My foot's on fire, it feels like. Yeah. I'm missing a chunk of my bone. Like, if he said that to Bruce Arians, oh, he's, <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. Taking the jersey but off. I think I think that's someone jacks. who deserves a shot if he's on this roster and hasn't been traded because I know he's one of those guys. Good. Yeah, and I really haven't. I don't. We should ask him. I don't know what he likes. If he likes to start, then. Well, I'll let him start, but if he likes to be more of that, his dad Clean vibes. Well, we kind of asked yeah. him like that ish, and he just said he wanted to be where the team needed him most. Obviously, team guy, team great guy, team guy, great team great guy, team guy. Great team guy. But Love it. I mean, I think the getting the best out of him is a starter, and I think that's building him as a lefty starting pitcher who shoves. And I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. And I mean, I don't know. We'll see what Bo Melo. Yeah, we saw him shove against the Dodgers too. We seen him 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 in the biggest moment, just completely tear through the Dodgers lineup. So, I have I I have high hopes for this kid. I love it. And honest, at this point, he can only get better. You know, a lot of these guys can only get better. It's very hard to see them decrease and 
maybe that's coming from a biased point that we're fans of this team, but that's kind of how you have to think of the season. You don't think someone's going to do bad and then they just do bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's kind of how it's been. So I just, the Padres need all nine guys on the same page to win right now. Cause I do think we have the talent to win a world series. We've seen more pages. Yeah, and last year I, I kept saying it like all through the year, we haven't seen the best Padres baseball. We haven't seen the best Padres baseball yet. And it never happened. Like it just never fucking happened last year. We were good for maybe two weeks and it felt like, oh, now that's going to carry us into the rest of the year. We really didn't see all nine guys, starting nine guys from Padres click and get on a roll. Yeah. So hopefully fucking this hopefully year. Hopefully this year. Yeah, yeah. for real. It's going to be an exciting season for sure. A couple of guys who were in the pitching conversation last year who will not be in this year is Adrian Morihone and Michael Michael Baez. Um, they're both Tommy John guys. Adrian's supposed to be out until August 1st, and then Baez is supposed to be out until July 1st. Then oh. coming back, rehab, you know. I love that if he comes back August 1st, Watch out for the playoffs. That guy's fire. He's good. Yeah, Morihone, I like Morihone, especially in the bullpen, later in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, just throwing gas. I, I, like... I wish we had him, bro. He's a he's a he could be a five guy. Yeah, I mean he, his command a little man. off, and he never worked. Deep oh, he didn't. Season. Damn, he didn't even talk we about. Talk guy. about the cowboy. No, El Caballo. El Caballo, the horsey, the Nelson Lamette. <laughs> yeah, See, that this is another number five starter who I number number five. I haven't starter, even thought yeah. about in a little bit because had a lot he of struggles last year. Struggled yeah. last year. Struggled. Yeah, just he honestly did. just fumbled the bag. He could have yeah. been a paid. He could have got paid fat. Now he's yeah. getting. I mean, he's he'll get mis millions, but well, I mean, he yeah. got a bag. What's good about Lament is he's still relatively young. I know he's. 30 he i mean we'll be 30 this year and he has some time to work over this because we've seen it he has like one capable stuff like number one type guy oh yeah for sure he shoved for a long time when the potties were shitty when they were shitty (laughs) we had nobody else we didn't have tatis he was shoving yeah, and 2020 absolutely dominated 209. I mean, I know that was our shortened year, but then at the end of the year got hurt, missed playoffs. Last year came into the year hurt. Didn't really pitch as much 4-4 ERA in 47 innings. This is a guy where I think he could be an ultimate closer, bro. I think he could be such a stud closer. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I think that too, but – We'll we see. lost Mark, didn't we? Didn't we lose Mark? Yeah, Mark's, yeah, Mark's gone. With the he would didn't fit day. either. He's the type of guy who didn't fit. Yeah, he didn't really no? like. I shoved for us. He didn't like oh. playing for a manager that was younger than him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he did. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that if Lamel healthy. So would you consider that a hole then? Since we lost Mark. Yeah, yeah that's I think a big our closer hole. spots a, a yeah. huge hole. We haven't even talked about it. Yeah. No. Um, I think Lamette is definitely a closer option. I don't know where he is health-wise. I saw him. I, I watched a bullpen of his. 
it sounded good. Snap was there. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We'll see. It all depends if he could throw that slider. Because yeah. he has the most devastating slider in the league, I think. Could throw it at any time and in any count. And if his elbow's there, I'm all for it. But if he's dealing with injuries, I think he should just have the Tommy rehab. Get it over back, with. Get it over with and be a closer. Like, tell yourself, all right, I'm not going to work deep inning games anymore. I'm here to finish. One game, give it everything. I'm here to one finish. Inning, I mean, one inning, all you got. It's it's going to be hard game. at the start, I think, just because the mindset is completely different. Um. I mean, I guess not. You're, as a pitcher, you're still – you want to get guys out. That's your main goal, yeah, get guys yeah. out. Yeah, It's just a little different of a mindset. I mean, you get to the games later. You, you know, like – It's now or my, never, to be honest. You can give your all, though, for the 15 pitches. Like, yeah, as a yeah. starter, you kind of limit yourself low-key. Don't want to um, use all your energy at once. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but I don't know. He can do both. We've seen yeah, him go the deep stuff in the game. That could be absolutely dirty enough to be a closer is all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and sometimes mean, when he – I wish – last year, I know I like Mark, and but I wish he was, had a shot. I, I wish that – I mean, our rookie Mark, coach, Jace. I, I understand. Mark's shit, though, didn't hang when he had no spider tag. When the spider tag ended, I know a lot of guys – but he doesn't throw 95. He doesn't throw – No. He's not a think, fast – I met, I don't. I didn't see Mark succeeding another year. I really don't. His, the, his age, uh, I mean, and everything. He signed with the Diamondbacks, a team that's not in contention. Signed before the lockout, so I think he's at that same point of his career. Like, you know, just getting money. It, yeah, he just ju- juicing the bag. I don't even think he got a good enough deal for what he did last year. I mean, he led the league in saves and got pennies to what he should have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, closer is a huge hole, and I think, I think you could build in house. Like I don't know where Lamette is, obviously. I don't know yeah. where Pomerantz is. Pomerantz had off season surgery. He was he was a stud for us. Every time he pitched, the, I feel like I like sidearm Tim Hill. Tim Hill not a closer. He's not yeah. a closer. Yeah, it gets throw hard sometimes. Enough. Gives up too many home runs. If we're that sidearm though, could be deadly. You put pay, In uh, play eight innings. Situational then, circumstances only. I don't know. No, but uh, I don't like him. But I mean, what was I got? To Evan say? Cox. Oh. Yeah, drafted him last year. He's going into his age twenty-five year. I mean, he went did college all throughout and four years. If we're being for real, this is Golden a Spikes winner last this, year. But this this Cole in the closing spot, like. The Padres haven't had a bad closer since 1996. Before that, Trevor Hoffman was there then. We haven't had a bad closer in 20, 30 years, bro. Think about it. Yeah, The closer has always been our strongest suit on our team the last 30 years. It's so having fun. a hole there is weird. But then That's at scary. the same time, scary. at the same time, it's we've always had a good closer. So whoever they put in there has well, always been good. The yeah. scariest part to me about Bob Melvin coming over and his relationships is the scariest guy in our bullpen has a relationship with Bob Melvin. Yeah. He used to play for him in is Oakland. That... Drew Pomerantz. No, oh. not the same guy who I'm thinking of. 
I'm thinking out. of Emilio Pagan. Pagan? Pagan? Oh my God. Mister, I'm just going to give up a homer every other day. Oh, I hate seeing that guy on the mound. Pagan played and had a great year for the A's. Just one random year was traded after that. Had a good year with them. Was their closer. Maybe Bob was the mind behind that. They said, uh, he might no, not do No, because he had a good year with the Rays and then came to the Padres and absolutely is terrible. Throws 90 poo right down the middle and says, try and it hit my fastball, buddy. Raked off of it, bro. And they said, okay, I can do it. See you later. Some of these guys Up think apart. they throw way harder than they do because a lot of these guys, <laughs> a.k.a. Think- Pagan, that's one thing all right pa- down the that's, fans have that's in common. average. They see Pagan come on the mound, and the whole whole stadium just goes ah. No, you're shit. you're getting whip whiplash from watching all the home runs go. So there's another one. There's another one. <laughs> yeah. So catcher is the biggest hole on our pitching side. I know Lloyd said number five. Oh yeah. Four. Are yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Closer is our biggest hole on the pitching side. We ha- we have like three guys to fill our number five starter. We have relievers. We do not have a certified closer. Yeah. No. And there aren't many guys out there. Out I mean, there. there's there's one Kenley Jansen. Are you? Are I'm you not mad him? because I'm not mad at that. I like that just because he was a Dodger. Even though we hate Dodgers, we hate yep. them. Yeah, but we love if he comes to us. If he comes to the brown and then yellow, does baby. it to them. If he does it to them, then we're okay with it. Exactly. Yeah, no exactly. grand slams though. You cannot give up a grand slam. Ever. <laughs> no, we pull him out of those hear. situations. We pull him yeah. out. <laughs> you will never hear the end of it. No. I'll be in your ear. I'll be in your DMs. Letting you know. Um, I I like I like the little Kenley. I know he's getting up there in age, but if you get him on a one two year deal, you know, get him a little angry at the Dodgers for letting him go at the end. You know, the shit they do to us, go get our former guys and all of the time, us. bro. Let's go do that. I think we go get Kenley. Maybe if not Kenley, Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly throws gas. Oh, Joe man. Kelly. I love the gas. I Joe would take Kelly Joe is a Kelly. FA. He's an yes. FA. Yes. Yes. Get him. You know what we give him? A mariachi jacket and he's. On his way down, yes, bro. <laughs> I'll get, I'll dress up in the full mariachi gear and start freaking down, pl- singing down there every game for him. Let's just play like speaker music, but have like fake instruments. Be like, look at us, <laughs> or the mariachi guy. I would love, I would love both of them to be on this team. I mean, I don't know. You what know, about a lot of holes. Richard Rodriguez? Isn't he a? Agent. I think he is. He is. I think that was a, that that was boy a is a closer. That boy is a closer. I, I don't know if he is. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. That'd be a good name. I like him. I like what he did in on um, the Pirates. I do. I do like him. But he he's is, a bag chaser, though, isn't he? he? No, he's not a bag chaser. Uh, he's just unknown. No? He's unknown oh. because he's kind of sucked on the Braves. He yeah, he kind of shoved in Pittsburgh. Did. He shit the bed when he oh. hit to the Braves, and they left him off their postseason roster. Yeah, so he he really didn't win a World Series ring. <laughs> no. I mean, not really. Not really. Neither did Acuna though. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! He left his knee out there on the field. This <laughs> ACL is still on the floor. <laughs> the body's hit the floor. 
Um, yeah, so right now Padres' biggest holes are obviously the newly acquired DH because that's a new position never had before in the NL, except our 2020 year. Um, our left field, there's a huge hole, a gaping hole. Um, <laughs> and then we got closer. Closer's a big hole for this team that not many yeah. people are talking about because yeah. I'm not comfortable with Drew Pomerantz because he always gets hurt, and I'm not comfortable with Emilio Pagan. And then there's no one else after that. You can't tell me Raymond Kerr, the guy who's <laughs> no, you know who they would go to for his entire career. Craig Stammen. Yeah, Craig Stammen. That's Craig who I think. Stammen. That's who I think would be their God, go-to. The Padres love Craig Stammen. Hate that guy, dude. How's he still on the roster, dude? Literally, dude. No, he actually was really good for us last year. I'm was not, very mean. good. Was he, he? really good? Was really good. And every time I saw him, he sucked. No, that was Loved. a couple years ago. A couple years ago, he sucked. When yeah. the Nationals were really good and they tanked like oh. four homers in a row off of him. Speaking of the Nationals, Daniel Hudson sucked. Oh, every, Dude, everybody we traded for this year, gone now. We just wasted and, all those prospects. And all the of prospect them. we traded for Daniel Hudson is going to be so good. Yes, he I would. that guy would be the closer. That guy would be the, our closer. Hey, yeah, speaking I, of... Uh, I'm so mad. Of... Um, Robert Hassel, isn't he about to come down? Yeah, no. so we got come couple, up. I mean, no, couple. no. I he was only in, he was at Lake Elsinore last year. Yeah, no. that's single A. Oh, I thought he was about to come up. No. He's an outfielder, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I need him. Fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. I'm, you know, that's another reason. Are they going to give a guy eight year deal, six year deal when we have a guy who's three, two, three years away? Yeah. We yeah, have hell yeah. Spend your money. <laughs> you know, why, as an owner, why are you keeping your money? Fucking spend it on the field, idiot box. Well, idiot we, box. there's also some guys we have to re-sign. Joe Musgrove and Mike Clevenger are both free agents after the season. Damn. Well, Joe Musgrove is getting a bag. We'll give him the bag. I don't care. He's a pottery for life. From now on, I he's bet. a pottery for life. I think Clevenger is – we'll have to see, but – Clevenger loves San Diego so much, I think he'll take a hometown discount. I think That'd so as well. That'd be like I think lit. he takes yeah. a hometown discount. Yeah, not mad at and that. And then after that, I mean, it's up in the air because Blake Snell. It's also scared a about. whole different thing on do they want to win or are they eye guys? Yeah. Do they do they are they playing to win or are they playing for the back? Because, but also if they are winning currently. Like if the team wins, yeah. people stay automatically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think this is a great year. I'm praying that guys do not get hurt because there's a lot of guys out there who we AJ Peller has proven he's a wild man when it comes to trade deadline, those moves that he gets. Yep. And if we're in a position to win, he's it's there. gonna be it's yeah, we're trading, we're making moves no matter what. So yeah. I just it's gonna be crazy year. I hope uh I'm excited starts for on it. time. Yep. If you listen hope. to us, if you're if if you're coming to the end and you're listening to us, these are uh my personal beliefs, Fernando Tatis is going to win the MVP. So if you're heading to Vegas anytime soon and you want to make a little extra cash, it's going to hit. It's going to hit. Futures, Fernando MVP, baby, and Fernando to win or lead the league, entire league in homers. In homers? He gets it this year? Yep, entire league. Um yeah, that kind of wraps up a little bit what I wanted to talk about. I mean, we let there's some prospects that 
CJ Abrams, we're excited to see what he does during spring. Obviously, RH3, we talked about him. Luis yep. Camazano, we talked about him a little bit earlier. Mackenzie Gore. fucking true. I forgot. Chris Paddock had a great spring. That's what kind of got him in the major league roster. So. Yeah, so all these guys, you know, if CJ Abrams spring has training. A absolute stunning spring training, that might move Eric Hosmer to a DH, Jake Cronworth at first, CJ at second. Did we have spring training last year? Early um, or it was a weird. Was uh, it COVID yeah. infected? No, they they had a spring training last year, but it was weird. It wasn't as many people up and shit like that. Oh yeah, they had the the lawns boxed off, huh? With like tape. Yeah, it was all weird. Um, like we said, Mackenzie Gore. There's a couple guys: James Woods, Josh Mears, and Vic Acosta, who I want you guys to look out for this year on prospects wise couple outfielders one infielder young guys but going to be making strides in the future of the organization or they're going to be trade chips that you might hear later this year because those are the the five five six seven to twelve guys are the guys you trade because those are number one somewhere else you don't trade your number one and twos unless you're getting mike trout at this point in the game. <laughs> yeah and like and the Padres, it, the pro, the prospects they have are top guys. We can't get rid of really. Yeah, our top guys are the top guys, but our our those guys you're talking about were iffy on them. We don't know. We haven't really heard much about them. They they had great Arizona fall leagues. I remember hearing their names during that, but then the lockout kind of hit, and now we've been screwed with really no haven't baseball heard nothing. News. Yeah, haven't no heard baseball nothing. moves. Yeah, I mean they're barely Which, getting back to the meetings now, so. Yeah. I hope everyone's ready. If you watch this to this point of the podcast, I hope you're excited for the Padres season. We're going to be covering it. We're going to be covering the whole entire MLB as well. Yes, sir. We yes, do sir. Try to do one Padre video a week and then one entire MLB video a week. We'll be dropping those in the coming weeks. More yes, sports sir. videos. We're going to be doing a couple discussions. We're going to be doing debates here coming up. So I hope you guys – are staying tuned. Like, subscribe. Comment, subscribe. Yes, sir. Let Don't us know in the comments. What's your goal? I, I think yeah. this team has to be shooting for first place over in the division. We need 100, over 100 wins. 100 games. We need 100 wins under the And the world championship, obviously. Bring that gold championship to the brown and gold city. I'll tell no you what I told San Diego. And I'll tell you what I told Ryan Padres Weathers. To do it. See you at the parade. See you at the parade, baby. See you at the duck boat, Nothing baby. wrong with being average. Yes, sir. Deuces.